I was eating chocolates while we were re- while I was talking, and you could he- tell I had something in my mouth, and I was like, "That is that sounds so gross." <laughs> I'm eating M and M's because Jaren gave me a handful, and it just made me so happy. Like two handfuls. It was about yeah. I was about daddy to. took a Costco trip today. <laughs> I was a Costco daddy, not a not a what did I call it? a Kirkland father? A even, Kirkland father. Kirkland father. I didn't bring that up the last time that we talked about us getting the membership at Costco. Kirkland um, father. We uh, a, a gentleman with his family was um, cruising us in the clothing line in the clothing area. Okay. And so Nicholas was like, "Oh, you don't want a Costco daddy?" And I said, "I don't want a fucking Kirkland father. I'm Costco daddy." Father Kirkland. No, that's 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 the the person who put all of it together. Put all of it together. That's the CEO. What word? I can't even come up with the Is, words that I want to say right now. I, I didn't. I don't really know much about the Costco family. I don't either. I should probably just keep it that way. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Let's put it this way. It's probably best that we don't know anything about them because they're probably doing just enough things right to not get themselves in the line of the fire. Yeah. Whereas like Walmart, so who owns Sam's Club? Um, or I don't know any of those other crazy CEOs that are okay. Musk, Musk. Oh, he he got all upset. He was like, "Stop calling it Twitter. It's X." And it's like, "Oh, the dead naming." Jenny, Jenny yeah, Jenny it. showed me a, um, a meme. Like, stop dead naming about my company, but he dead names his own kids. <laughs> He's, yeah, his dead names his own children. God, those poor kids. <sighs> all right, you want to try this again? Yeah. All right. <sighs> Why don't you start? <laughs> Hey everybody, happy Monday. It's so good to see you all. My name is Lars, my pronouns are he, him. I'm Jaren, my pronouns are also he, him. And we are your hosts of... Typically Divergent Podcast. Welcome to our show, everybody. <laughs> all right, so do you remember a couple of weeks ago when we were <laughs> we were like, oh wow, we recorded and only one of us had been recording the entire time that we were doing the work. Well, um, we recorded two episodes last night, because as we had mentioned, maybe last week or the week prior, that we are um, preloading a bunch of stuff and getting it ready for October, because we're going to be taking some time off. And um, we recorded the second episode, and it saved right on top of the old one. And I panicked and exited out of the program, instead of doing control Z to do an undo. So this is us doing this entire episode again, and I was so mad. But But it wasn't all for nothing because we did get one episode done. But the episode that should have been written over was the episode that we wrote over the other one. (laughs) So um, today's episode may be a little uh, (laughs) over-exaggerated. Just a tad. (laughs) Just a tad. Just, but, just a tadpole. But the topics are real interesting. They are really interesting. And I wanted to make sure that you brought up what you brought up about your mental health on, in the first time around. The grieving period. Yes, because I had a conversation with Nicholas today about oh. the season changing. Okay. So hold on. <laughs> let's let's try. Let, come on, Jaren. Just stay on, tra- stay on track. How has your week been? How is school? School's fine. Great. I have um, an A still. Okay, great. I have a test tomorrow. I'm feeling okay about, not as confident as the last two, but <laughs> that's okay. Sorry. I don't know what, what the fuck happened. <laughs> was... Are you good, bro? No, I'm not good. There was something going on in my nose. It was like the nose hairs. I could feel them like moving on their own, but there was no reason for them to oh, be I doing it. That. I was like, why are you migrating in my nostrils right now? <laughs> why are you moving, bitch? Yeah. So that my first thought, of course, was like, oh, there's a spider just making it, making Ooh, it fall yeah. in your nose. That's where my brain goes to. <sighs> That's where so, my brain goes. Great. School's good. Yeah. School's, okay. school's good. Again, shout out to Ray, my tutor. He's been absolutely brilliant. He's really cool. Really like him. I've been wanting to tell you. Yes. Recently, we talked about dreams. And I've been having some very interesting dreams. And I'm starting to remember some of them. And so I want to tell you, Ooh. because you wanted to know what my dreams were like. And I told you originally, I didn't remember a lot of them. So right. I dreamt, I had a session of dreams because Nicholas and I move around so much uh-huh. in our sleep that I wake up and I it's almost like I'm having whole new dreams, right? right. I'm, I'm not even picking up where I'm being left off. And in my mind, it looked like, what are those event calendars that you do at like at Christmas time? 
Oh, advent calendars? An advent calendar, yeah. yes. Yeah. It was almost like an advent calendar. Every time I had a dream, I would like stitch the dream into this quilt. And <gasps> I'm creating a quilt in my mind with all these different dreams. So I'll let you know. That's totally right. I'll let you know how, the, how they come, how it's looking. I had one last night about that coffee shop that I used to work at. Yeah. And you know those drinks that they would make in the Vitamix? Yeah. You know that drink... <laughs> You know, the the corn syrup that goes in it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know how sometimes the pump attachment on the inside isn't always connected to yep. the hand pump itself, mm-hmm. the tube? And then it falls into uh-huh. the so corn syrup. I dreamt. <laughs> I dreamt. Yes. You know how one of them is a darker color than the other one? Yeah. It was, it was the, the me versus the girl that he tells you not to worry about. <laughs> yeah. She was beautiful and tan. So I dreamt <laughs> that I was trying to make these drinks in this Vitamix and that pu- that tube wasn't fully connected and I'm like pumping it and it's not blending the drink and my boss comes up and goes, well, I mean, yeah, you have to put the um, coffee stuff in it. And I said, I am doing that, but like, it's not coming up it's not smooth. Puppy. It's not coming up smooth. Yeah. And so like, you know, that means that like something's wrong with the corn syrup. And he goes, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And I look at the, I, I look at the pump and the, 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 the container itself. And it's just like 30 of those tubes swimming in the corn syrup. <laughs> and I What's go, yeah. A- Go, yeah, no fucking re- no no shit. I'm that's no wonder why I'm not getting this to smooth out. So that there must have been a time where that happened to you and it stressed you the fuck out. Being in that position at that job yeah. stressed me out. It's along the lines of dreams because I think that oh, everybody okay. who works at this certain coffee shop has had this dream before. Okay. And it's where you are at so the coffee this. shop. Yeah. And but instead of it being in an actual physical shop, it's at your house. No. And but I've had something similar. I have this dream periodically where uh-huh. the coffee shop is at my house. There's a drive-through and everything. Uh-huh. And I'm the only person working. The whole thing. And yes. And I don't have anything that I need. And there's a line out the door. <laughs> I have that dream way too often. Um, two weeks into the job. Two weeks. Two weeks. I went camping uh, because I had, this was when I was a title holder and I had, uh, I had, I had promises I had to fulfill. And so um, one of them was being a part of this campground thing that we go to every year. Right. And so two weeks into the job, I'm, I'm taking a weekend off. I am running hot bar by myself Mm -hmm. in the campground's like main office and there is a line out the door and everybody wants triple large white mochas and again two weeks into the job and i had been on hop i touched the espresso machine for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. at this point hadn't just just was told this is what sequencing is this is what the drinks are and that was it and i'm having a dream about you were already Uh stressed yep you poor thing if you folks have dreams about your jobs, let us know. Let us know. I know Nicholas has dreams about um um like serving and like Oh yeah. Like, oh I forgot to take a table's order and now they're mad or like mm-hmm. mixing stuff up and And if you haven't had dreams about your workplace, you're a psycho. So sorry. What I don't make like? the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make the rules. We just enforce them. How was your how how was your week? It has been really stressful. Okay. But I want you to talk about your mental health first because okay. of what this of time what of year means com- to you. Okay. And then I will explain to you why my my week has been the way it has been. Okay. And again, folks, remember this is us like <laughs> recapping. <laughs> re- <laughs> recapping the original conversation. So if it sounds fake, this we is We just want to be genuine with you and we want you to be uh, we want to be transparent with you and make sure that we're never fake yeah and then we want you to know like kind of like what's going on behind the scenes because we're human too the original conversation (laughs) was nothing like this though they just happened yes so okay go ahead (laughs) so as i was driving to raise for tutoring yes it was raining and every time it rains and it's chilly i just feel so cozy and so i was like okay i was like all right and this makes me think about 
um, the time of year that we're in. And yesterday I was telling Jaren how fall starts the like the like a grieving process season for me. Yeah. So this is around the time where my family, I feel like, was the most happy mm-hmm. when I was younger, um, even into my preteens and um, early teens. And it just brings back a lot of bittersweet memories that I miss during this time. And even though that my family is not physically around me, mm-hmm. I miss them a lot. I just wanted to cry. So yeah. I turned on the song that I reminds me of just being at home at my childhood home. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to cry mm-hmm. and I cried and I feel, it feels like it starts from the first, like literally the first of day of fall. Mm-hmm. And then it goes all the way into new year's day. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it could be a mixture of just the holiday season, mm-hmm. which is common for people to feel some sort of feelings anyway, because it's, there's a lot of death Mm-hmm. There's celebration. People are together like more and yeah. So that's kind of like how my mental health when we recorded was going. It was kind of going through it because I was just coming off of that, that drive home yeah. and kind of feeling all those feelings and thinking about all those memories of like, especially Halloween because Halloween was such a fun time in my house, even though that we were quote unquote Christians, we still did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like we still did trick or treating. We still dressed up, even though I wasn't able to dress up as what I wanted to. Yeah, most of the time. But so I try to fill those voids with over decorating. Like I love my house to like feel a certain mm-hmm. way and look a certain way because it just reminds me of being a, a kid. Mm-hmm. And so in that that trickle trickles into like Christmas and mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, and the house has to feel a certain way because I'm just grieving. Yeah, that that season of my life. Yeah. And then I said, um, around this time is when my everyday depression turns into everyday and seasonal depression. And so I noticed recently that I was getting sad and, um, but I've had days where I've been able to like have happy cries. So like, I think we've talked about like the well of sorrow that I feel in inside of me that like every once in a while I can take like a ladle and just like scoop some of the tears and drink the well. And so that I can cry it out. And sometimes big events happen where it cracks the bottom and then I leak. So like having been like doing more things that are like healthier for myself lately, like having quitting smoking coming up on 60 days in just a couple days. Whoop. And um, like having been in the gym and being like doing things for myself that are better for me. And mm-hmm. my uh, relationship with cannabis is changing again. And this is not the first time where I've been like, Oh, I'm going to like commit to doing something. And then like, I fall short because I come up with excuses and reasons to continue to do something that I know I shouldn't be doing. But um I want, I feel like sometimes I am like losing a little bit of control. And so I'm going to turn around and start controlling some of those things. And that is one of the things that I'm going to start. That's my next thing to tackle. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, like my usage has been like a lot less than what it used to, but like, I would like to even take it down even further because it got in the way of Jesus Christ, dozer. (sighs) I don't know if any of that's going to get picked up on the sound. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My dog is like coughing and <laughs> love him to death. So um, I want that to change again. And I want to feel like I, I want to lessen that again in my life. Cause I don't feel like it's serving me much more of a purpose. And it got in the way of a very heated moment between myself and Nicholas. And it was probably like, probably the only time where I've like, raised my voice and I was like tearing up at the gym because I was so like proud of myself for doing something that is like changing my life for the better. So like Mm -hmm. working out and changing all these things where like my inner child thought for a long time, like I was never going to be able to like get these things under control and I would never be the adult that I needed that I, that he needs right now. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not that adult right now and I need to be that for him because he is still constantly in panic mode. Yeah. But the seasonal saddies are coming anyway. So Island folks, zone. um, yeah. Um, uh, da, da, da. <laughs> welcome to this, uh, podcast that we do things like this. Um, 
So today's episode, <laughs> sorry guys, today's episode, we mysterious. are doing mysterious, spooky, spooky-ish. Oh my gosh, um, your teeth are blue from those fucking are they? M&Ms. Ugh, yes. Good thing it's just you. <laughs> no, it's making me question if I want to eat them now. Oh, I'm Where not as blue. Where am I going? Yeah, I, maybe I was just, oh my God, was I was hallucinating. No. It's probably because the light is kind of bright. And the, you've got like blue shades on the, the light bulbs. Yeah. See? Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's what my that's how yeah. my head is. Like Nicholas saw me spiral about something so silly earlier. And I said, that's what my, that's why I, that's why my <laughs> spirals are so bad. Oh. He goes, it's okay. You can calm down. And I was like, no. And it wasn't even anything bad. It was like something like just around the house or yeah. whatever. And he was like, all right, pump the brakes there, buddy. Like calm down. Yeah. And I was like, mm-mm. Think about it. That's 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 the trauma. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the, the trauma. trauma. Yeah. Okay. So, are you ready to put on a an acting face today? <laughs> I am ready. You you so ready? I was mm-hmm. thinking about acting like a circus clown today. <laughs> so, today I am going to be talking about Silencia or no, the Zona del Silencio. <laughs> He's like, why the silent, fuck did you do that? I know, like, I can still get it. <laughs> We're going to talk about the silent zone. Ooh. And this is located... <laughs> That's not spooky. That's just annoying. That's the Morse code of the aliens. <laughs> oh, I I feel like theirs would be more like... Ooh, all right. You know, like uh, Dory. Like, she drives me absolutely fucking nuts. I know, but oh shit, it is Ellen, <laughs> it is Ellen DeGeneres. She's a, she's a lot. Mm-hmm. She's she's the perfect person for it. Oh yeah. So anyway, enough about celebrities. So it is spo- it is spooky season. Yeah. No, I don't want to go on a tan. I don't want to go on a ramble. I want to stay on stay on fleek. Stay okay. on point. <laughs> <laughs> stay on point. Stay on fleek. Um, okay, so this is from ifuckinglovescience.com. All right. So imagine the planet Earth. It's as big as strange place. There are places where it can reach negative 50 degrees Celsius. That's 58 Fahrenheit if you're an American. In one month and nearly 39 plus Celsius. That's 102 in Fahrenheit if you're American. In Ooh, another... Man. And there's apparently bottomless sinkholes in Oregon. And there are literally nearly a dozen islands out there that are ruled by kitty cats. And yet, for some reason, we still feel the need to create places to create places like Mapimi Silent Zone. So you may be asking yourself, what is the Mapimi Silent Zone, you ask? You may be asking yourself, what is the Mapimi Silent Zone? Think of it as Mexico's land-based area. Answer to the Bermuda Triangle. It's a patch of desert just about 50 kilometers, that's 31 miles in American language, across the Mapimi Biosphere Reserve near the Bolson de Mapimi in Durango. And it is also located around uh, Chihuahua, which we kind of laughed about yesterday. And I was said, you know, of course, we got America's got to put their Taco Bell out there somewhere and if local legends are to be achieved it's weird really weird oh oh also that was a poor american comment i do apologize for that but i forgot to mention last couple weeks ago that Mm -hmm. it was um uh hispanic heritage month and so i do apologize for missing out on that and i'm not saying anything so happy hispanic heritage month to all of those who um are hispanic Yes. In Spanish. There are a lot of stories of aliens and unidentified flying objects in this zone. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Geraldo Rivera, a Chihuahua UFO investigator, told Atlas Obscura, quote, people often get lost in the zone. And when this happens, sometimes tall blonde things appear out of nowhere. Boom, boom, boom. Fucking tall blonde things. What do you think that's going to be? And ask for water. <laughs> ask for water. Please. Uh, oh my God, like SpongeBob. It's, or like it's people so... at the mall at Starbucks. Not only is the area supposedly home to a group of supermodel alien Vikings, Ooh. but there's the name 
La Zona del Silencio, or the Zone of Silence. It's called that because, according to the urban myths that surround the place, it's filled with magnetic waves so strange and unique that the radio transmission and communication signals cannot be transmitted. Ooh, ooh, ooh that's spooky, <laughs> mysterious, unexplained <laughs> mysteries with Lars and Jiren. <laughs> it all sounds very mystical and odd. I don't like the way mystical. I said mystical. And it all sounds very mystical and odd, but it is, is it true? Well, Isle, the area has definitely had quite a few visitors from outer space over the years, known as none so far that have been tall and blonde. No supermodels around here. Round and Rocky is more like it. At least three different Same. meteorites. <laughs> That's what they called me in college. Yep. <laughs> Round and Rocky. <laughs> At least three different meteorites hit the area across barely the same number of the decades in the 20th century. The first one in 1938, the second in 1954, and amazingly hit the same ranch, range, hit the same hidden ranch. That's Hidden Valley. Sorry. (laughs) I was trying to make a joke there. (laughs) Did not go well. Hit the same ranch as its predecessor, and a third in 1969. Good year, good year. Right, we were not alive. It no. was good. Any? Were you? Was it in 89 that you mm-hmm. were born? Okay, I was. I'm, I was doing some homework for the future birthday episodes. Oh yeah, yeah I, 89. That's me. Okay. Well, a very important year because mother. I know. Oh, you're older she than she that is. Too. She didn't steal it. Technically, you 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 pissed all over that year. Oh yeah, because I was born in October. She was born one December thirteenth. But those three separate meteorite hits aren't the strangest that's ever hit the Mapini Silent Zone. That happened in July 1970 when the U.S. Air Force sent out Athena rocket out into the Green River, Utah, and into the upper atmosphere of the planet. I can I just really quick. I hate that we, as a human race, in order for us to discover things and experiment, that we are it involves like explosions and i understand that those are like controlled but it involves us destroying mother earth in some way yes i don't care if it's a biodegradable bomb yeah that we're putting into the water you're still destroying earth or explosions in the air you're eating up the ozone and the o2 i don't know about the ozone don't quote me on that i'm not a scientist you can't have aerosol hairspray in California, okay? Like, yeah, uh, that's and, ozone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I just hate that, like, we as a, a, a human species, mm-hmm. that's what we do to our yes. in, our environment. And yep. when we get scared, we destroy it instead of approach it in a way that is understanding that we are not really the superior. We're not at the top of the food chain. No, no. Because at the no. end of the day, I mean, fuck, a virus. A virus can wipe us out. Right. Yeah. It uh, the Athena rocket should have came down in New Mexico, but instead, it crossed la- crash landed in the original version, in the original version, right in the heart of the zone of silence. Nobody knows for sure what has happened, but to make it a rocket go so far off course, but that caused a media storm that secured the silent zone a place in the public imagination for decades to come. Werner von Braun, the Nazi scientist who helped pioneer the U.S. space program, came to investigate the crash site, along with hundreds of locals hired by the U.S. Air Force. Mm. Of course, America, America's got to get their toes in everything. Mm-hmm. And this is not even American soil. This nope. is the U.S. This is Mexico. I mean, we're the closest resource to them, though. Sure, but yeah. I mean, do we really treat? Does the majority of Americans really treat them? Do no. do a lot? Do a significant amount of Americans treat them in the way that we can be a resource to them? No. no. Um, when the rocket was discovered, a 28-day evacuation process was set in motion Ooh. with the, quote, Americans bringing temporary dormitories, labs, kitchen, and medical facilities and setting them right up in the desert. Oh, like literally like in the movies. Like E.T. Yeah. <laughs> Just like E.T. Well, I mean, yeah, fuck, I would too. N- not that I would, but like I could, I understand why they're going to that level because yeah. I mean, you are dealing with... A UFO-themed ranch next to the ozone. Right. The ozone. Right. <laughs> the zone. They even built a runway to transport cargo directly to Houston. And so that is about a 200, 300-mile stretch, yep. maybe four. Yep. Um, I don't know. We didn't really like... We looked at a map. We just kind of guessed. Yeah. Guesstimated. 
Um, they built a runway to transport da, da, by rail. They hauled away tons of debris. So an unexpected rocket crash, a clandestine cleanup operation, and a history of extraterrestrial activity. The area had everything a good conspiracy theory needs to get going. But the <laughs> kicker, right, of course. Of course. But the kicker came in 1966 when, thanks to an oil company's explorer and his dodgy radio, the area was given to the mysterious moniker we know it today as the Silent Zone. But why would the area be so disruptive to radio signals, you may ask yourself. The local Zoneros, 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 whatever. To be determined. To be determined. <laughs> <laughs> Who chased the legend and the guide tourists through the zone blame underground deposits of magnum magnetite plus debris from the meteorites for interfering with the transmissions but the scientific researchers in a reason in a region have a different answer neither i nor anyone well whom i come as spoke apart from the zoneros have trouble with their own radios or compass while working in the reserve andrea kraus um who did her doctoral dissertation on the mapipi <laughs> Don't give a fuck where your penis been. I like my pee pee. I, uh, I like my pee pee. I please hold. Continue, please. The, the, claim, <laughs> the claims of mutation have referred to natural phenomena. The triangle. The triangles are a normal pattern invariant in the bulls and tor- tortoise population, and pads of nopal. <laughs> Coyoteo turn a shade, which is a cactus, um, turn a shade of violet during dry spells. Oh yeah, so and that was the stuff that there's. There that's own, the only place in the like the world that has that where you can find that yeah. stuff. Yes, that's um, wild to me. And um, the I, the concept of the Bermuda Triangle, or like the understanding the 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 spookiness behind that, um, is is amplified for mm-hmm. me around the fact that it's dealing with water, and I don't I have a fear of like what's beneath me too in the water yeah especially when they're like oh it's really like a pond a lake the ocean mm-hmm. i'm like i if i can touch the if i can touch the ground i'm good yeah but once i'm not touching the ground i'm yeah, like you're like your toes are just kind of yeah out there and yeah. you're like what the fuck is gonna eat my toes right so i could i i I'd, i would mm-hmm. venture out to the zone of silence yeah because i'm touching ground yes same and I had a hard time getting stories and experiences, but I did find one tale, and this is on um, some like almost like a Reddit website. Mm-hmm. So the guy says, or this individual, my apologies, this is from 2018. So not super not, recent, but not it's well extremely more recent than any of these happenings yeah. that I'm on these important dates, right? Yes. All right, so this individual's story says, my dad used to be a salesman in Mexico, and he used to work for a company that produced chemical products like fertilizer and stuff like that, and he used to travel. Sorry, an ad came up. I I know. (laughs) It's like, hey, do you want to sign up for this? You've been to this website three times in the last 24 hours. (laughs) He used to travel all over the map, visiting companies and selling them products. One time, he was traveling to Durango, and he accidentally, quote, fell into the zone. My dad wasn't aware of what was happening, and he just said that everything had stopped. The car radio stopped. Suddenly, along with the engine and his wristwatch, also it stopped. Again, we don't need this much electronics in our vehicles. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the man with a landline and a stick, a manual, mm-hmm. that's going to get you out of the... Out of the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. And that's me. Jenny's dad. The car radio stopped suddenly, along with the engine and his wristwatch had also stopped and uh, it couldn't get the engine to start again and nothing. We figured out he had ran out of fuel, so he had walked into the gas station to buy gas. Turking to the cashier, talking to the cashier, while having a snack at the store, he told him about the car dying abruptly and the cashier pointed out that he must have just fallen into the zone. And the cashier is like, I'm in the zone. Right. Get in the zone. <laughs> Auto zone. Yeah, zone. Not sponsored. You're going to need a tow truck. Otherwise, that car won't move, he said. He called someone outside and explained what had happened. And the man came to the store and said, you must be from out of town. Every local knows not to get too close to the zone. Anyway, my tow truck's outside. I'll take you into the town. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'll help you out. He's like, I set up shop here so that I can continuously do this. Right. 20 bucks. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. 
Dad was lucky. No other local wanted to talk about the zone, except for the trucker whom my dad met for a second time when he went there. He told my dad that he and his brothers and brother-in-law both worked as truckers and that his brother-in-law used to work with a man who wasn't completely there anymore, psychologically speaking, which is my biggest fear. No. Um, I just don't go into the silent zone. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that was the only thing that would prevent me. (laughs) I know. That's why sometimes, like, you talk about don't go into the silent zone. Mm -hmm. During those couple weeks when I started to go Mm nonverbal, I was like, oh, my God, like, I I may never come out of this. No. So, yeah, don't go into the silent zone. (laughs) That's creepy Mm -hmm. that you linked those two things together. Welcome to my spirals. Welcome to my spirals. All right. Uh, uh, I get uh. it. I get it now. And see, like, that's... Click. Yep. <laughs> There's no connection there, but I'm making connections everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I make connections where they shouldn't be. And then I can't get rid of them. But they're there. I know. That's my automatic automatic negative thinking. Yeah. Like, well, let's destroy it. Anyway, apparently... <laughs> apparently this person was driving through the highway right by the zone this was a very late hours at night and he just began his shift a few hours before he was supposed to take some cargo some cargo (laughs) somewhere when he got close to the zone and he had a strange encounter apparently there was a strange looking being standing right there in the middle of the highway the trucker got out of his 16 wheeler Ooh, 16 wheels 16 wheels she was driving her 16 wheeler up and down. Oh my god, I <laughs> well, I went down a yonder on the Chattahoochee. An 18 wheeler, though, that's an Alabama song. Yes, it is. 18 wheeler, yes, Remember but this that? is a 16 wheeler, so what's I the difference? It's the, the amount of tires. <laughs> Maybe one's more like a truck, and the other one's it's a semi. The, it's the amount of tires that they have on the, on the semi, okay. Anyway, the 16-wheeler <laughs> stood close to that thing. He apparently to be he appeared to be friendly and the man claimed he would communicate with him telepathically. <laughs> the man being curious asked him if it was real and there was some kind of there was more of his kind and they wanted to be they wanted from us what did they want from us humans he asked. The being answered that he was in fact real and that there was much more like him of course and but didn't show themselves to humans and that they wanted to all they wanted was to coexist peacefully. The man asked the being where it lived and it pointed up down to the ground where a hole with bright light was beginning to open. The the being I'm realizing how this is kind of similar to your story. The being signaled the man to join him and jumped in, but the man got in his truck and drove away. And he was (laughs) never seen from again. Of course, Governor. Of course. Um, And of course, uh, he was never... Oh, oh, (laughs) I said that as a joke. That's literally the next line. And of course, he was never seen from again. (laughs) (laughs) Your face. Spooky. Spooky. Uh, people say he became insane after that encounter. No I, shit. I would too. Oh yeah, and then of all the people that s- wouldn't believe you, yeah, that's C. Yeah, Mm-mm. no baby, no, 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 thanks, baby, no baby. Now that I know <laughs> that this story sounds very, very far fetched, but I was also, I also know truckers tend to go through some really crazy shit while driving late at night. Same, true. Um, I can only speak for my dad, who was watch was whose watch was present a present for my mom and yours truly um, for Father's Day that same year, and was working well when we had bought it. So, mm-hmm. is it fiction? Is it real? Maybe it's a little bit of both. Honestly, I don't know. Ooh. That's very brave for them to write that in. Well, when you can hide behind a computer, true. When you hide behind a computer, although some stuff, you know, the government is watching. Some people yes. have to go on like torrents to write stuff on. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe some people should have to <laughs> go through that. What did you bring to the episode? Well, Jaren, I would love to talk about. Oh wait, what do you think about the silent zone? Do you have any what thoughts? Do you have any T H O T S about it? I think that there are certain parts of the world that do have a electro electromagnetic pole. 
Oh, yeah, that's course. higher than others. Of course. I would like to believe, works. or I think that I believe, that the silent zone is just one of those places yeah. on the Earth. Just like the Bermuda Triangle. The what triangle? The Bermuda Triangle. Okay, sorry. It sounded funny when you said it the first time. The Bermuda? <laughs> the, 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 I think you're putting the wrong emphasis on Bermuda. the syllables. Bermuda. Um, the Bermuda? The Bermuda Triangle. There we also, go. <laughs> like you're from the South. Bermuda? Bermuda. Um... So I think that there is some truth to that. And again, I don't like to tell people that what they experience is not real. It was real to them unless they're trying to pull a a fast one on other people. But I do think that, like I said, the earth does have certain points of electromagnetic pole. Yes. That is from what God knows what. Yes. The, the, the space, (laughs) how that all works. So, that can cause a lot of crazy shit to happen. Kirkland father creator. Yeah. <laughs> so. Jesus daddy, big daddy up there. B- b- Sky daddy. S- what do they call it? Sky daddy? Sky daddy? Yeah. I think so. Sky daddy. <laughs> Cthulhu. Thank you, spaghetti monster. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute. Uh, he's like some. He's a little octopus. Noodles. Noodles. Every time I eat spaghetti with meatballs, which is not very often, I'm like, oh, there's. Cthulhu, there we are. Just oh link. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> what do you think about it? What do you think about it? What do I think about yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I believe that there is. It's not necessarily a belief. I have theories. So maybe there is something under the ground that causes these activities to happen. Maybe it has something to do with the stars. Okay. Maybe. So, like, when I say under the ground, I mean, like, further than just, like, you know, a couple feet. You know, it's not like it's not like one large magnet or magnetic zone was co- got eventually, like, over time got covered up by, like, sand and dust. Because it is in the desert, right? Yeah. So, like, or maybe, maybe that is the truth. Maybe something was there at one point and these things just happened because... Uh, of that reason, like the mm-hmm. pyramids in Egypt, mm-hmm. right? So, like, there are there are theories that the Egyptian pyramids are like a teleportation device for like other planets. Yeah, you know. So, and we could like that's a whole other disc. That's a whole other, an episode of theories. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? I don't. I don't know. But I do know that if you're calling it a, the land version of Bermuda Triangle, then like whatever's in the Bermuda Triangle would also be present there. Uh huh. Yeah, like, I I do like think the opposite of it. Yeah, like that. like the North and South Pole. Maybe you got land and waters, but mm-hmm. those are kind of close to each other. Yeah, but they are within the same general like latitude thing, I believe. If I could be yes. one of my else, but I know I know that one is that was mentioned in one of the articles. So. Yeah, it's also like the like you said, like organic matter could be just like natural resources in that area could be yeah. causing things like that. But don't tell the Americans that because then they're gonna go take it <laughs> and make cell phones out of it make teslas <laughs> musk was like "Ooh, it's me it's my time to shine again stop calling it twitter it's x now okay musk nasty bitch <sighs> you take that back he's got more money to kill us off yeah like do it i dare you and then that was the last time we saw Lawrence. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the show. Have a good evening. Good night. <laughs> and good night. And good night. Well, Jaron, I have brought some information about the theory or conspiracy theory. Or the it's, mystery. It's really up to you to decide that. Okay. About hollow earth. <gasps> what do you mean hollow earth? So we've heard about the flat earth theory. Oh, yes. but <laughs> And how I'm like, you could convince me. And I'm just like staring at you like, I'm giving <laughs> you the side come eye. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Until I am sent out in space and see it myself, I could be convinced either way. Yeah. And I think that just means that I could easily be put into a cult. So <laughs> look out. Look out, world. Where's I'm going to keep a cult? close watch on you. <laughs> Good thing we share our locations with each other. Yes. I mean, like, why is he in Idaho? <laughs> Utah. Or why? Utah. Where the fuck they Utah? are. Denver, Idaho, or Utah. If I'm in any of those three places. I'm going to be like. You call the FBI. <laughs> like, I need an adult. 
<laughs> so on the flip side of the flat earth theory, there is a hollow earth theory. Like it's even better than the flat earth theory. On the on the uh, uh, flips on the underneath on, side. on the under and the in the ins in the inside. In the the call is coming from inside the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of believing that the Earth is flat, hollow earthers believe that the Earth is hollow, claiming that the Earth shell is eight hundred miles thick. Ooh ooh she. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't even think is accurate. I think it's more than that. I didn't look into that, but I think that that's a lot more. Well, than... if we take the circumference, well, you could figure out the diameter and the radius, but you're not going to figure out the crust, right? That's what you're right. talking about, the surface? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it says shell, so I'm assuming the crust okay. or whatever. Yeah. So it's 800, the shell is 800 miles thick, and at its center, so inside the Earth, contains a sun, a moon, complete with night or day-night cycles, <laughs> exotic exotic animals so things that we would never, never have ever seen before no. a whole entire ecosystem yeah and an advanced civilization far surpass surpassing our own in both knowledge and physical capabilities so very utopian yes and that's why when i realized when i was reading mine i was like oh that's similar to yours because mm-hmm. maybe maybe There's something inside maybe there is something inside they're they're like like Pokemon that live in like magma area, <laughs> volcanic rock, like the oh. the volcanic snails. Have you seen those? Oh, they look so cute. Oh. Snails that live in volcanoes. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> they're you, so cute. They're so cute. Like you keep going, you oh, go, little rock star. <laughs> These members, so the people who supposedly live inside the Earth, are supposed to be a superior variety of humans that stand at least twelve feet tall. And. <laughs> Yes, avatars. Um, However, hollow earthers believe that they're descendants of the Nephilim or the fallen angels. Right. However, there is a theory that the Smithsonian actually has skeletons of these Nephilim. Okay. And that they're in the basement of the Smithsonian and they took them down because they didn't want that to be proof that there is a god. What is the Smithsonian again? The Smithsonian is the leading museum in the United States, probably in the world. Okay. Um. They have everything. I've been there. That's it's cool. huge. I bet. There's multiple, like, there's, like, your Smithsonian, but then there's museums of the Smithsonian that are attached to it. So it's, like, a huge, like, campus. It's huge. It's massive. It's amazing. And I think it's free to get in. Well, I pay my tax dollars. <laughs> I, I could be it. wrong in that. Um, I cheat with Right. <laughs> um. These theories stem as far back as the ancient Greeks, which is assumed to be the origin of the concept of a secret hidden world inside of the earth. Okay. Because the ancient Greeks believed that it was like an underworld. Yeah. That's where like the dead live. Oh, okay. I was thinking like Lost City of Atlantis, but you're talking like Lost City of Atlantis is just was just consumed by water. Right. But there are other more modern perspectives that encompass a more detailed synopsis um of this theory itself and what it all means as we dive into this theory you're going to notice that there's not just one origin of hollow earth it's kind of like the greeks thought of something and then the next generation built on to that right and the next generation built on to that and then there's other cultures that are from around the same time period that put some of their beliefs into it and Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a whole like ball of it's like a trail mix (laughs) of tales. Yeah. Like a snowball. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you also believe in the flat. You also believe in hollow earth. Well, let me, did you know about this? And then, you know, that person's like, Oh, I didn't know about that. So now they're adding that to the tale. Yeah. Or the conspiracy, the mystery. So like I said, the Greeks had their first um, belief in an underworld inside of the earth. Yes. So the next, theory that we have that is that builds upon that theory is that was gained that gained attention in the 17th century by a geophysicist of a geophysicist Edmund Haley. Okay. He proposed that the earth's crust was thin and that there might be a large cavern or cavity below it. Ooh. Oh, this this theory and me, we got a lot in common. <laughs> we got a lot in common. So yeah. His theory is known to be sort of the foundation of the idea that there that the Earth is comprised of layers. You've got 
the underworld that's inside the earth, but now we're building on, now we're going to add another layer for the lack of a better word <laughs> right? to this whole theory. So essentially um, he believed that we walk on the outer shell followed by two inner concentric shells, which is, which is basically like a shell with on with upon a shell. Okay. So I think of like a gobstopper or anything that has like a common center. So like we talk about like candy shells. Mm-hmm. So those like sh- hollow balls of, of chocolate that you bust open and okay. there's something inside of it. It's oh, hollow. Oh, yeah. Those um, were around when we were kids. Yeah. So just to kind of paint the audience a picture, like it's basically just a circle within a circle within a circle and it all yeah. has a common center in the middle. Yeah. Each shell is separated by an atmosphere that could potentially support life. So in between all of these layers, there's some sort of as- like atmosphere. Oh, right. Like how we have the ocean where there are creatures, species of certain water animals that live really deep into the waters that they can't survive yes. closer to the shore. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Basically like as above, so below. Ooh, spooky. So moving forward. In the 19th century, an American man named John Cleves Symes proposed... Did I say Sims or Symes? What are we saying? Uh, what do we I don't say? care. I would Sims? say Sims. You said Sims last night. Okay. Then I'll say Sims. In the 19th century, an American man named John Cleves <laughs> Sims proposed this version of the theory. According to Sims, there was not one, but several large cavities or voids inside the earth. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> Sims. He even suggested that these cavities might be connected, forming a hollow earth. So then now we have the theory that it's labeled hollow earth. Okay. And they're so connected. So the earth and- is hollow and there is a area inside the earth uh-huh. that there's something living in it. Okay. Oh, like the, oh, um, what is the cabin, uh, what is the cabin in the woods where they oh, have to yeah. satisfy the, the old gods? Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I I saw a meme the other day where I was like, I want to see a movie based on the other stuff on that was on that whiteboard. Oh, because they had some really weird shit written on there. If you ever take a moment to like pause and read it. Yeah. Sims theories gained a lot of attention and even petitioned Congress to fund an expedition to the North Pole so that he could prove that his theories are correct. But unfortunately, his journey was never proved and Sims died without ever being able to prove his theories. Right. I also found out that. John Quincy Adams, the son of John Adams, who was a president, who's the second president of the United States. And I learned this last night. <laughs> was a huge advocate for Hollow Earth. And he actually brought it to Congress numerous times trying to get it passed. Passed for what? Oh, to go to, go to like to fund oh. the expedition. Oh, the expedition. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they said no. And they said no, but like all times. Could you imagine? And, and I honestly am surprised that they didn't because, like I was telling Jaron yesterday, that during this time, the 19th century, there was a lot of there was a lot of mystery behind just the Earth in general, yeah. and like where things like what was beyond the Northwest Passage, which mm-hmm. is what Lewis and Clark already found. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Do you know about the Arctic Wall, baby? <laughs> That's an Easter egg. We're gonna talk yes. about that one day. Um, but don't go look it up. Don't don't do it. Don't let do us, it. Don't do let it. Let us don't teach you. <laughs> but like, don't, don't learn. there was so much beyond. Anything from the Ohio Valley over Mm -hmm. to the West was just, like, unknown. Yeah. And then if you think about all the other continents and countries out there, like, their mind was probably going wild. Like, Mm -hmm. what else is out there? So so it was very common for these expeditions to at least – there would be conversations about them, or sometimes they would get past and then – Right. Yeah. Because the closest point to get to – the North Pole at this time would ha- you would have to if you were living in America, North America, you would have to you'd have to travel all the way through Canada before you can get yourself up in the air. Yeah, to travel, and even then, that's like what anywhere between eighteen hundred to three thousand aerial miles. Yeah, not nautical on sea, and they yeah. didn't have planes back then, right? No, so they had they would have mm-hmm. to adventure out like Vikings. Yeah, <clears throat> and also. Everything was still horse and wagon. Right. So, like, the right. thought of even... Yeah. There was oh a lot God, of could... mystery and just, like, nostalgia about looking, like, mm-hmm. to the future of, like, what we could potentially find. Yeah. So, my next... <laughs> the next thing about Hollow Earth is probably the most famous um, 
civilization that's talked about with hollow earthers is Agartha. Agartha. So Agartha is the most famous civilization that is believed to be in hollow earth. It acts as the main civilization that occupies um, and is linked and it's linked to every continent of the world by means of an extension, extensive network of tunnels. So like everything's connected in the middle. There's our Agatha or Agatha. (laughs) Agartha. And then she is connected Uh up to the continents that we currently live on. Right. Just like all of the plants and trees and everything on the planet that are growing on the outside in the crust are all connected. Yeah. That is just creepy to think about. I I can't think about it too long. (laughs) It would not be a surprise because it's already been present and found in nature somewhere else. So for the possibility of it to exist somewhere else is that much greater on this planet. Yes. Its origin, however, was not always present in inner earth, but was formed by formed and created by the current dwellers. So the, the mystical avatars. Yes. Or the, the Nephilim. (laughs) We're going to call them avatars. (laughs) (laughs) It's too scary. Otherwise the superior (laughs) being, (laughs) it is believed to be traced back to pre Hindu India and a legend of an island that's lo- that was located in an inland sea north of the Himalayas. Um, this island was home to a superhuman ca- cadre, what they say, of individuals who possess wisdom, etc., like what we talked about. Yeah. Um, they fled from some in- undisclosed calamity, so something scared them, for them to um, move into an underground nation that became Agartha. Okay. And it was... And Jaren yesterday said something about Pangea, which I believe what they're what they're basically saying is that they went into inner earth and then mm-hmm. Pangea happened. Right. Something happened that the earth Pangea split. Well, I mean, obviously we know that Pangea happened and that something happened for the the continents to shift. Yeah, the tectonic plates. Yeah, moved. the tectonic plates. But I I got confused because we're saying that they're all connected. Right. Maybe they're connected now because a Pangea happened. Right. And so something scared them. They went down. Mm-hmm. Pangea happened. And then they could have potentially just dug. <laughs> the I fuck mean, knows. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like wild. Where you, the thing is, is if you're going to start digging out from inside, what you're moving has to be moved somewhere else. Mass still has to yeah. be transferred. So like, where are you putting that? It's the same thing with the pyramids. Like, it's not super far fetched because if you can build a fucking pyramid, well, yeah, but you're building something on top of the crust versus being inside and then b- trying to get out because yeah. you can't just move dirt if it doesn't have a place to go. Right. So they had to have, I don't know, maybe they they that's they they dug underground. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Here's the, we figured it out. We figured it out, they guys. Dug, we're solving all the problems. We're right solving here. the problems for you. This is what this show is all about. They <laughs> dug from outside down, moved all that dirt out the outside, and then they dug from outside un no from inside out, and they just like transferred that dirt that dirt into all these different places, <laughs> and that's why we have mountains. Yeah, that's it's it's their piles. <gasps> oh, there you go. It's their. The the you just the so, Appalachian Trail. That's why people go missing. That's that's why the Appalachian <laughs> Trails have so many people that go missing. TM trademark. I own it. I own it. <laughs> okay, so we for some reason them. we stopped. Rec- for some reason we stopped recording literally just seconds ago, which is great. But we were laughing and having a good time. I own it. Lars said I owned it. Here we are. Here we go. We we and, solved oh, it. We and then solved I the said, world problem. I, I said I'm not poor, but I am broke. I will sell the rights to that story <laughs> if somebody wants to pick it up. So the um the, the avatars in the center of the earth, the dugout created the mountains, <laughs> and then the cave systems. Right. They created the cave systems. And the- <laughs> This is very, we've gone way too far. We're we're in too deep now. We literally, we (laughs) have gone too too deep. deep. (laughs) Again, I can easily be persuaded. (laughs) And I am persuading Lars. And you folks at home or in the car, wherever you're listening. (laughs) Happy Monday. Okay. So do you want to know how to get there? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I have to pee really bad. We're almost done. Okay. 
Hollow Earthers believe that explorers can only only explorers, okay? It can only, access only the explorers, not not just any person. You have to be certified. You have to go through training. Through their program, so they get paid. Yes, to go on these. Yes, it's like Scientology. It's like Scientology. Buy our books. <laughs> Continue to buy the books. Just do the books. Um, explorers can only access this hidden world through specific entrances located around the globe called vortices or sims holes which is named after sims they are supposed to be there are supposed to be three entrances entrance there are supposed to be three entrances in the inner parts of the earth yes that's um there's one entrance at each of the poles in north and south and then apparently one in the himalayas i don't know it's that's what they said um (laughs) and i had made a comment and said that over in saturn saturn has um three I thought you said jupiter jupiter i don't fucking know it was a planet that video that i was watching and it was a i was after we watched that we talked about it but because mm-hmm. facebook was like hey you talked about space let me give you some more stuff but one of the big one of the big boy planets has three polar electric magnetic pole places yeah. they've got one in That's north, wild. south and then somewhere in the central area anyway <laughs> go some ahead. believe these vortices are situated at the north and south poles while others think that they're hidden in Mount Shasta, which is literally a city in California, or Wait, the Bermuda you say Triangle. The Himalayas? They said that there are, again, there's so many different theories. Okay. So, like, oh, th- so this is two separate theories of where yes. they're located? So, there are okay. supposed to be three entrances. I was like, hold on. I, I, I have it on record. You just said the Himalayans. The Himalayas? Okay. North and South Poles? Okay. Mount Shasta, okay. which is the city in California, or the Bermuda Triangle is basically the entrance. Oh, maybe the Silent Zone is the seventh, and it's like... Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't see Jaren, but his his, his hands are hand. talking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to be in front of a camera. I know. The hands Hi, are talking. I have, an, I have an idea I need to run by you. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. So currently the hollow earthers are still very active. Okay. There is a man named Rodney Clough who is the most vocal and most like current advocate. Okay. And he suggests that the government of course is aware of the hidden world and keeps it from a seek us the secret from us. He through the mid two thousands and early into the two thousand tens, he was a part of a long gestating expedition known most recently as the North Pole Inner Earth Expedition. Unfortunately, after a number of setbacks, including backers and members of the team falling victim to calamities ranging from cancer to plane crashes, that expedition was put on hiatus. Okay. So they're not getting any money, and then bad shit is happening. And then Jaron made a comment saying that it's because the government's trying to hide it, and if yep. they can't get there dead, then they're not going to get there. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're dead, they can't get there. They're hiding something. <laughs> Um, or as of 2022, Jesus Christ, Jesus. a team of hollow earth advocates was um, planning to mount another expedition on a nuclear powered icebreaker so that they're, they were trying to build this. Um, and it was set back because of the pandemic, but they believe that there is a believe there is a hole to the interior of the earth under the near constant cloud covering of Russia. I think it's like he says Murmansk, Russia. Okay. Wait, which is constant cloud covering? Um, it says the interior of the earth under the near constant cloud cover and ice of the Arctic Sea. But it's that that is an area of the world where it's constantly covered in clouds? Apparently. So the Arctic Sea is where they're trying to get to because they believe that there is a, a hole okay. in that area. And it's seven days out from Murmansk, Russia. Okay. And I'm probably butchering that name. That's so a I long, apologize. That's a long venture. Yeah, and how is an American going to get to Russia? Fly. Well, I know fly that, the but I mean, like, <laughs> Russia doesn't like boat? us there. I don't think they even let us in anymore. I don't know. But um, that is Hollow Earth. Damn, that was quite a tale. A trip. That was a yeah. trip. You're right. That was a really good trip. There's also lots of documentaries about um, Hollow Earth theory. That are on Netflix and Prime if you're wanting to look more into it, which I might because I just want to know what they think. That's what interests me about QAnon people. I'm like, just tell me where, where, where does the thought come from? Because I can, I'll, I'll, I'll sit there and tell you about where my thoughts come from. (laughs) But I also, there is science backing some of my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, (laughs) hey everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. I hope that us, um, I mean, 
the good chunk of that was not reenacting. So like, it was pretty good. Good job to us. Yeah. Good job. Um, <laughs> um, so the next week's episode is going to be something that's already been pre-recorded because Lars is going to be doing finals. And then we are going to be meeting back together. Oh, the next two episodes are pre-recorded and mm-hmm. uh, we're about to record that other one right now. Yes. And yeah, the next month, everything is going to be kind of a little wonky. So um, if our episodes are a little short or we don't, we're, not talk- we're not talking about our mental health, um, it's because uh, it hasn't changed much in the last couple of days. So <laughs> although yesterday compared to today, big change. Yes. Um, so... But thanks for hanging out with us, we, you yes. guys. We love you so much. We um, love you very much. Let us know what you think about these stories, or if you've got any other mysteries you want us to talk about, or if you've got a mystery that you want to send in, we would love to read it or hear it. Yes. And uh, you'll see us next Monday. And uh, we love you. This is us signing out. Bye. Bye.